Welcome to Beholder's Eye, Season 2. Evil is consuming the multiverse. Only the Chaos Quartet. Zalara of Sin Ilnor. Blessed of Shamhara. World protecting. Elven Druid Monk. Garen Kelso. Dimension hopping Vagabond. High Elf Bladesinger. APU Warforged Fighter. Mole Urzog. Cleric of St. Allegis. And the Crucian Crew. Usk. Lizard Man Druid. Rosie Hannah Ironcold Lee Green Roblack Bluebeard, aka Rosie, Gnome Artificer Bard. Lynn, the ever changing performer. Drathan, inspiring leader, Scourge Azamar, Paladin of the Ancients, can save reality from utter destruction. Alright, who wants to let us know what happened last episode? Uh, last episode, um, we got, we all were given the option to get aboard the railroad, um, and Garen, of all people, decided not to, um, along with Mole. So, we don't know what's going on with them. The rest of everybody, though, is now paired up fighting against each other. Um, we have... Usk versus Zalara, we have Drathen versus APU, and then we have Rosie and Lynn versus uh, Tanahano. Um, it's anybody's game, people. It's uh, it's not going well for some of us, well, and it's going well for us also. <laughs> so there we go. <laughs> it's both a lose-lose and a win-win. <laughs> All of us All lose right. in one way in this fight. The Sater stands in the middle of the arena with his microphone. Um, and, and to make sure you know it's like old timey, it's like a 1940s sort of microphone. It, it comes down from the ceiling like a modern one, but then it's also got like a huge pop filter on it. And one says, of those nice ribbon mics. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, and he says, all right, welcome back, everybody. We've got the battle royale of the, well, out of space time. It doesn't really make sense to say of the millennia or anything, but we've got the battle royale of the moment of the dot of time of the flat circle of reality here we have in our round two we're gonna see whether or not we can uh zalara of the former sinel nura and us can have a great fight who's gonna come on top right now we've got an eagle flying in the air and uh zalara seems to be running away then we've got apu who's locked in the mortal combat with drathen who just keeps whiffing then we've got rosie and lynn rosie hana ironclad Lygrol, roblex bluebeard this will be the last time anybody ever uh, ever utters that name because tanahano the planeteer will be destroying both of them today get ready for some blood people so we're gonna go around to the top of the order we are back in the fourth we've got us the eagle facing off with zalara of sin el nur okay okay so seeing Usk. zalara uh, run 50 feet away no she's now quite fast Usk will use the 80 feet of flight to get down he could be what within 20 feet of her so you're yep. 70 feet up yeah so i will fly down drop lit drop flight um eagle mode and cast blight so that's her dc 16 save constitution that's a 19 oh, a ni- 19 which means it's what 20 damage mm-hmm. all right um Usk, is there anything else you're doing uh that is all for Usk. so he is on the bridge good um, I will go up the 20 feet. Um, do these rope bridges have, um, railings at all? Or is it just a rope? 
Well, there, not really railings, but there are ports where it attaches the rope to the bridge. Okay, so but the okay, so the bridge is not just a rope. The bridge has like slats on it. Um, yes, yes, it's okay. rope that is the main structure. Slats hold it up, and the, so there is a railing, but it is a rope railing. It's just the okay, the ropes that are got to. Okay, so I'm going to then play monk. Um, I still don't have a no because I broke my sword and I haven't had a chance to get another one. That's right. Okay, I'm gonna punch this lizard man. Hopefully. 19 hits. Okay, so, right. I'm going to pump a stunning strike into that. So you need to make a DC 16. It's a con save. Doesn't make it. Okay, so you're stunned. I hit you again, hopefully. I aim for you. So I come across upside the head with a, a side hook to hit for seven bludgeoning, and I stun him. And then for the other way, I hit for 22 to hit you, five bludgeoning. Um... At advantage because he's frozen. He's stunned. Oh, that's true. Thank you. Did it crit? Nope, just 22. Um, okay, can I, with my bonus action, use the flurry of blows to try to throw him off? I mean, it's unarmed strikes. I don't know if you count that as an unarmed strike. But a bonus action, so it would be an attack then? Yes. What's an the attack actual... to throw him off because he's stunned. Immediately after you take the attack action on your turn, you can spend one key point to make two unarmed strikes. So you've already done your attack action, right? Yep. That was my one-two punch. Okay, cool. Yeah, then yeah. Okay. So I'm going to attempt to throw him off with my two. Uh, I don't know if you can. Do I get two chances at that or is that? Would it be one to grab? So you'd have to grapple me and then throw me off, wouldn't you? The grapple would be an auto pass because I'm stunned. That would be okay. one. Then it'd be one to throw me off. Is how I would understand it. I, I agree. Yep. So you've got him grappled. So the the way I'm picturing this is um, essentially to like uh, juke and jive and like throw my body weight because I I don't weigh a whole lot for my elven stature and I know that it's going to take a lot to get him off. So I would essentially, I'm thinking like a body check kind of thing more than a grapple because I know I'm not strong enough. So, right. Okay. Well, that would be the shoving action. And it's the same. The, the bummer for you is instead of making an attack roll with a shoving action, you make a strength athletics checks contested by the target strength athletics or dexterity uh, acrobatics check. Okay. So that is a nat 20 for 27. I don't nat for 22. <laughs> well, this turned out much differently. Um, so she throws you, she throws us over the bridge and then we will cut over to... APU and Drathan over the pool of acidic death where Drathan seems to be whipping as much as possible because APU is just a tank. All right, APU, it's your turn. Um, so first attack with the start with the um, axe and with 14 misses. Miss. 21. That'll hit. Uh, I will dump a superiority dice to a menacing attack. So you will be frightened unless you make a wisdom save of DC 16. Okay, I am immune to being frightened, so. Ah, well, that makes that a waste, but I do still do damage, extra damage. I'm too stupid to be afraid, I think that is the, the idea, so. <laughs> uh, does nine damage, and I use my bonus action to try and shove you five feet to left or right off the bridge. Okay. So it's athletics check, right? You can uh, uh, athletics or acrobatics. They're both garbage, so. But I think uh, you can do. I can't oh, okay. do that. Twenty-six on APU's one. Thirteen. Okay, Drathen gets launched over the edge of the uh, the bridge. 
Um, it's your turn, Drathan. Midair. What are you doing, man? Oh wait, no, right. do, you have any more? do you have any more APU? That's not fair because if APU can, you know, beat I, you, I, I have extra attacks, but he's moved out of my engagement off the bridge, so I wouldn't be able to do anything else. Okay. Okay. So how how long is this bridge? Um, lengthwise, it's two hundred feet from end to end. Okay. And then to the uh, uh, acidic pool below you, seventy feet. Okay. I will misty step back onto the bridge as far away as possible. It's a 30 foot range. Um, is this so wooden bridge? Yes, it, it's a rope bridge. Uh, this one is a rope bridge similar to what I just described in the forest as well. So you've got the, the slats, okay. you've got the rope as the structure, and there is sort of a rail, but it's not, you know, it's, it's more structural. Okay. Um, I want to cast plant growth on the wood at 100 foot radius. Dang. Um, so I want to center it so like it won't get me um, or mm-hmm. around me. But so all the area between me and the robot man are is uh, it takes four feet of movement for every one foot it moves. So it's quarter cool. quarter speed. Okay. Yeah. Um, and that's a full action. So uh, I'll also move further. So I'll basically make as much of this bridge um, overgrown, and I will move. I'm moving, trying to move off the bridge. So I'm not sure if I can get that in 30 feet, but it, you um, said it's 200 feet, right? Yeah, you wouldn't be able to, but you'd be, be able to get closer, uh, 25 feet away by the end. All right, so I'm a good 55 feet away from the robot and a lot of plant growth in between us. So I'm done. Very nice. y'all kim here we have some exciting new things over on our patreon at patreon.com forward slash beholders ipod there's things like behold the lore that alex will tell you more about what's going on on the great isle and some of the backstory of things that have happened some painting tutorials from sam that make those lovely little minis just pop with color and original artwork from Ben, who has done all of the artwork on our site and our Patreon. And we'll have some general role-playing and TTRPG discussions and a lot of other whatever we can come up with. Uh, It's a lot of really good content, and I highly encourage you to head over to patreon.com forward slash beholdersipod. And now, back to your scheduling regular program. All right, let's cut over to the volcano. It is Rosihana ironclad, light green, robe like Bluebeard's turn. Okay, you're really pretty and I hate to do this, but I'm going to reach out and cast Bestow Curse on her. Um, nice. And Lynn's things are charisma based, right? Like what's the saving? I think most of them are wisdom saving throws. So I'm gonna choose wisdom then. And Tana will need to roll a DC 15 wisdom saving throw or be cursed wisdom you said 26 <laughs> she's a got shot. a plus 11 on wisdom uh, yeah i was gonna say i don't um, think you said planetar at the beginning and off the top of my head they've got what 20 ac plus 11 on all saves basically 19 ac so there <laughs> we, we just okay. have to pin her down with one of them that's it right exactly better <laughs> right absolutely all right um and then okay lynn i don't know what you can do um what is my sorry i'm debating on which mantle to put on well i i I do know what lynn's doing for sure so i would suggest trying that again though if you ever get a chance i will do that okay i'm gonna put on my mantle of majesty as a bonus action 
You gain the ability to cloak yourself in the fey magic that makes others want to serve you. As a bonus action, you cast command without expending a spell slot and take on the appearance of unearthly beauty for one minute until your concentration ends, as if you're concentrating on the spell. During this time, you can cast command as a bonus action on each of your turns without expending a spell slot. Any creature charmed by you, it automatically fails. Um, so my question is, is it a bonus action to put this mantle on or do I just get to like, and then bonus action command. So after I reach out and try to curse her, I go, okay, I don't think I can be as pretty as you, but bam. And then um, my hair <laughs> like goes Shira and just like goes blonde and like all over the place and flowy. And I get this nice long cloak behind me that's like technicolored rainbow. And I go, gravel to Tanahana. And what's the DC on that? Uh, DC 15, right? It's the same as mine. And that's also uh, wisdom? Wisdom. Wisdom saving throw. Of course it's wisdom. This is why I was trying to curse her. Oh, if you can get a curse off with that gives her disadvantage on wisdom saving throws, we've got this clinched. Like, Lynn can <laughs> shut her down all day. Right? That's what I'm thinking. I got a uh, 27 this time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Close. Good enough. Okay. Um, all right. I'm just going to stay on there being pretty. It's your turn, Lynn. This has worked before, so let's do it. I think I've got a solution for us, Rosie. Um, um, I am going to cast Polymorph on Rosie. Um, Rosie, would okay. you like to be a giant ape? <laughs> so I have my mantle of majesty. And that just stays on while I'm concentrating. So it, yeah, it does. It's an effect. Yes. Sure. Okay. Uh, Lynn makes. I'm gonna spend the third level spell. Rosie's a giant ape, and Lynn's gonna spend their time trying to get as far away from Tanahano as possible. I just need to keep keep away so I can keep Rosie up for as long as possible until you can bludgeon them to death. Because <laughs> I think you can hit them with a, a giant ape. You've got a better chance. So you've got a uh, so you ran away, which is what uh, forty feet, thirty feet. What is the... uh, thirty feet for Lynn? Okay, thirty feet. Okay, uh, but you were right up on her. So and then you oh, was I energy. right next to her? Yeah, remember she was swinging at the sword on you. Well, yeah, because at both of us. But remember the first round. So Rosie did her thing, and then I cast my spell and ran thirty feet away, and then you attacked me, and then you attacked Rosie. So I assumed that Tanahano had gone back to Rosie. It's oh, that's a fair point. Yeah, fair point. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Okay. You're right. Okay. I was just trying to make sure that my mental picture was correct. You are correct. I was I, I should have spent, at this point, 60 feet running away. <laughs> okay. So now Rosie's a giant ape. So you get all those hit points and everything. Mm-hmm. That's what I was just looking up. Like, oh, yay. I might not die in the first round right like that's that's it's a decent idea i think we'll we'll hold that on there and then when that drops then we'll do other things i can we'll do that out. three times let's do that to you three times we can just keep doing it okay i'm here okay for it. let's do it let's, let's mean... make you into <laughs> us <laughs> okay so um are, are you done then Lun? um i will spend my bonus action and i'm going to bardically inspire the monkey the monkey gets an extra d10 on attack rolls and saving throws that you can use nice. we're hitting this lady <laughs> <laughs> okay so um Tanahano, after you cast that spell, or after you bardically inspire, it's beautiful. Um, even people at home are moved to tears, but also action. Um, so the she comes up, she swings at uh, Rosie, the great ape, uh, and misses with her great sword to begin with. She takes another swing at Rosie, the great ape, and does a 26 hit. Uh-huh. Okay. 
I only have a 12 as an armor class as an 8, by the way. <laughs> You've got a ton of hit points, though. I do, but FYI, it is not my armor class. I rolled pretty crap there. Uh, well, not that crap. Uh, go ahead, take 27 points of damage. Uh, that's slashing damage. And then you need to take another another 22 points of radiant damage on top of that. Cool. All right, uh, so that's Tana Hano's uh, turn. And so we're going to go back around to the top. We are back in the forest where we have a Osk who's in midair right now. I'm stunned for this round, so I can't do anything. It's true. Um, so we'll say for the first turn, you fall 50 feet. I have no idea how low the floor is here, so. Well, remember, you're above the clouds. Okay, so he's fallen 50 feet. Zalara. I'm going to use my ring of prismatic spray because um, it can do up to 60 feet away. So I'm doing fire damage and he gets to make a dex saving throw. Stun doesn't allow saving throws, isn't it? So I just failed it straight. So 10d6 fire. So that's 35 fire damage. So Usk, 35 fire damage. Dang. That's to your real body, right, Ryan? Because mm -hmm. <laughs> he, he changed into a lizard man, so I could... Very right. kindly, so I could monk it up and then <laughs> this. I'm still over 80. <laughs> yeah, but with doing 35 points of damage around, that's not going to last long. Oh, yeah, that, that's nice. That was a nice amount of damage. <laughs> no, I'm, not, I'm not disputing that's a nice amount of damage. Just because tanky. He has like a... With the 17 we had earlier, he had over 130 health. Whoa. <laughs> okay. So we'll, we'll cut back over to um, APU versus Drathan again. Drathan's ran away and made everything <laughs> harder to move through. How far away is Drathan from me? 55 feet. 55, 55 feet. feet. What is the range of a longbow? 150. <laughs> So yeah. <laughs> I will draw my longbow. I will use the gauntlets to make it a fire damage longbow and then action surge to fire off three arrows. And maneuvers just kind of hits. So they work for bows as well, which is weird. So, really? Yeah. 14, so that doesn't do anything. Uh, 24. Um, what do I do though? I'm... That just has extra damage. It's not worth it. No point in doing fear or frightening because you're immune to it. I'm sure... There's no point in disarming you either. <laughs> you being far away, most of my stuff is kind of worthless. <laughs> then I made the right choice. You're going to draw this out for a long time. <laughs> uh, I'm just not going to use any of my, maneuver my maneuvers. That's just going to be straight damage. So 10 piercing plus one fire damage on that one. And then a 16 to hit. Uh, miss. Oh, well, then three more arrows. 25, 10 piercing plus three fire. 22? Uh, yep. For 10, I'm getting a lot of 10 piercings on the bow. <laughs> for, with 5 fire, and then a 10 with the last arrow. Yeah, uh, miss. Uh, 30 piercing, and then 5, a 9 fire. So 39 in total. <sighs> Alright. Alright, Drathan, your turn, man. Alright, um, so, if I'm, so we started in the middle of the 200 foot bridge, right? Yeah. That looks, okay, so I move 55. I will misty step again and run, what is that, 20 feet? No, uh, 15, no, 25 feet. All right. Does that equal 50? 25 plus 30. It's uh, no, 55, yeah. so you'll be 100, 110 feet away from me. Okay. Um, and I'm cutting the bridge, the ropes of the bridge. I use my action to slice those with my longsword. Okay. So Drathan cuts the ropes of the bridge, separating the ropes. As they're starting to fall down, we'll cut over to Rosie and um, Lynn as they're fighting Tanahano. Okay. Ooh, ooh. Rosie, you're first up. <laughs> I would like to fist the angel, please. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's a 22 to hit. That hits. For 20 bludgeoning. And I get two of those. That's a 25 to hit for 20 more bludgeoning. Oh, nice. Um, Anything else? Can I, in this form, attempt to use my mantle to make her grovel? Can she understand me? Yeah, it's just an ability you get. You can just use it because of your mantle. So I, like, point grovel. I can't talk, though. <laughs> it seems to have no effect on her. Okay. It's your turn, Lynn, unless you get something else to do. That was my bonus action. Monkey, monkey lady. All right, cool. Nope. That was an uh, action and bonus action, and I'm not moving, so. Uh, I'm just going to cast Healing Word on the monkey. I'm going to give the monkey more hit points. Okay. Eight healing for the monkey. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it for Lin, because I, I'm trying to just maintain the concentration on keeping the monkey up. That's me. All right, Tanahano comes forward and um, go ahead and give me a, um, okay, uh, give me a, a DC 20 uh, deck saving throw, Lin. Uh, not horrible at deck saving throws. No, that's a 12 though. A 12? Okay. Um, so you do fail on that and uh, you're going to take um, you're going to take 13 points of fire damage and then another point, uh, 17 points of radiant damage on top of that as fire comes down from heaven and consumes lead. Go ahead and give me a concentration spell a roll as well to make sure you don't drop the monkey. <laughs> okay, so I'm, I need to roll two constitution saving throws, both exceeding 10 then for that. 10 or more. <laughs> Bye, monkey. Uh, crit fail on the save the monkey. <laughs> At the top of the order, we've got uh, Usk's turn first. Start of my turn, we'll be casting at fifth level Conjure Animals to summon four giant eagles. Oh, jeez. And then Usk turning into a fifth giant eagle. <laughs> and them all flying in a confusing pattern, so it'd be hard to track which one's Usk and which one's one of the other eagles. And then they all split off. So they're in different directions. So they're not grouped up at all. All right, Zalara, what's your turn? Or what's your turn? What are you doing? Fuck. That was a good move, Ryan. Yeah, that was a very it was pretty good. good. <laughs> <laughs> I was I, like, I don't, I don't want over. Zalara to die, but I'm a war gamer who hasn't had any war gaming for a year and a half. <laughs> so literally, all of my early I have to win two fights against other people who know what they're doing. I'm loving it and hating it at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, distance-wise, how far are the eagles from me, Ryan? Uh, they would have started 50 feet below. Mm-hmm. So, they would have flown, trying to form a circle around you. Pretty much, Ush will change, said, kill her, because I have to give a verbal command to them to do anything. And then they will all fly off in an in attempt to kill you. It's actually Alex who gets to decide how they do it. Ush would fly between them to try and conf- make, it lose, make anyone lose track of which one is him and which one isn't him. So they would all be around... Well, I think they'd be around you then, wouldn't they? Would they get an attack the same time they're summoned, Alex? Yeah, and in this case, then they get a chance to uh, attack. So they're going to go on your initiative, which is this turn. So they will get their chance to attack. Okay, so they would all make two attacks against Solara. Can they get to her? They have 80 feet of movement. It's the same eagle that Usk is normally. So it'd be. So I have four eagles coming up against me? Yep. Go you ahead have four more. eagles coming against you. They would be two attacks each. So. Can uh, I. Four, be- four beak attacks. So as I see the eagles coming at me, I would go, Shamara, save me! 
And then a bunch of uh, vines and other things burst forth from Zalara. So the first attack was a 20. Does that hit? Mm-hmm. So you would take the five points of damage, then the arms of Hadar would, or excuse me, the arms of Shamhara would go off. Just for how the out, the eagles would be positioned, obviously Usk would position himself if he's still over the bridge. He wouldn't be like one of the ones floating off. Okay. They would be organizing it, so it's hard to follow which one he is. So that's a DC save on all of them, yeah? No, it'd be on all of them. Anyway, okay. So obviously making us us one would be the first one I roll. Yeah, so he doesn't take uh, does he take half or half damage on us? Half damage. Okay, so us takes one damage. The sec- uh, one of the eagles takes one damage, another eagle takes one damage, another eagle takes one damage. <laughs> uh, one takes two damage though. Woo <laughs> I got the minimum I amount of damage I could possibly do. That's that's kind of abysmal. I'm so sorry. Uh. Okay, and how much damage did I end up taking then? Anything bull above or eighteen and above hits me. If it's above thirty-seven, I'm down. Yeah, it's forty-three. I'm down. That was fun. All right, and uh, with Zalara dropping to the ground, being eaten by eagles, we will call this episode. Thanks for listening to Beholder's Eye, season two, episode fifty-eight, Tracks of Death, part three. One more to go, folks, and then we're going to have some nice, fun, mindless side-eye action, and then we'll be back for Season 3. If you like the show, make sure to leave us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. Head over to patreon.com forward slash Beholder's iPod. Sign up, get free content, cool stuff. Um, You know, it, it, it would be very alluring to the opposite sex if you were to become a patron. I don't know if you knew that, but... um. Yeah, everyone who signed up on patreon.com forward slash beholders iPod and become a member in a happy, healthy relationship, unless they didn't want that and they just wanted to, you know, have some fun. And that's all they're doing. They just, it's fun nonstop because they signed up. So do that. Make sure to check out our website, beholderseyecast.com, and follow us on Twitter at beholderseyepod. You can follow Ryan, who plays APU and Usk at Duff Duff the Third. Biddle plays Drathan and Garen at Mural 4 d 2 Kim will plays Alara and Rosie at Mets Girl, and Sam will plays Mullen Len at Samslot 007. Thanks, and we'll see you next week. Editing by Sam Canary. Music and effects editing by Benjamin Floyd. Music from filmmusic.io. Cheesy Cave, River of Io, Malicious, Curse of the Scarab, and our story begins all by Kevin McLeod and Competech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons, Attribution 4.0 licenses, creativecommons.org, slash licenses, slash by, slash 4.0. Sound effects by Zapsplat.com. Please check the show notes for further details. 